A podcast network. Hey guys, JMS here. Before we get into today's episode, I have a very special announcement from all of us over here at the Two Filthy Nerds family. We have merch! Hooray! You guys, we have some awesome merch. We've got sweatshirts, t-shirts, mugs, masks. Head over to bonfire.com slash store slash Two Filthy Nerds. Or just follow us at Two Filthy Nerds, and we'll be posting about it nonstop. So you can get your merchandise. Lots of fun, funny stuff. And we have a whole line of pro-trans awesomeness, trans wizards, trans witches. And we are giving 100% of the proceeds from all of the trans wizards, our wizards, and trans witches, our witches merchandise to organizations that help the trans community. We will be giving 50% of the proceeds to Trans Law Center. And the other 50% to the Scottish Trans Alliance, because they're right in JK's backyard. So fuck you. Hooray for trans lives. They matter. Go check out our merch, and if you get some, tag us in a photo. We'll share it on our social media. We love you. Enjoy this episode. Hello, and welcome to... Drinking mimosas all day while you're live streaming with us on patreon.com slash two filthy nerds as we record this. And then there might be more of us. Two of each of us. But I don't I don't know what you guys are doing with your day, but I, I hope you're not pounding mimosas. Yeah, because she's a non-fun loser. Anyway, it's quarantine. It's always drinking time. Oh, pounding mimosas? That's how you would want to get shit-faced? Yeah, I'm glamorous. Oh. Champagne and orange juice. Bottomless mimosas. That's yeah. your idea of glamour. Yeah, I'm bottomless and so are my drinks. Ugh. It's a flat ass joke if you don't get it. Um, it's, also a, it's also a joke because she, you know, does the pantsless around the world thing. Remember when we would go around the world? Anyway. What, what is travel? What is the world? The happy world. birthday to one of our patrons. Greg, it's his happy, happy birthday. Please join us in wishing him a happy birthday. If you're listening happy to this. And you can get a special happy birthday shout out on our Patreon. I Have I plugged it eight times in the first two minutes? Um, you also follow us on Instagram at Two Filthy Nerds or Twitter at Two Filthy Nerds. And if you haven't already left us a review or you haven't subscribed, please do that now. Enough about us. Let's fucking bitch. Bitchin'. Okay. We're doing a quick bitch today because we have a lot of heavy order of the Phoenix stuff to get through. But first, we want to talk about... Nerd culture. Nerd culture. Yeah. This past week. We we lost Chadwick Boseman, uh, King T'Challa from Black Panther. I'll Ama- be honest. My first my first reaction was, oh, he's so hot. This is, by the way, uh, if you want Nicole to mourn your death, you have to be hot. Uh, not a peep. Nary a peep from Nicole when we lost Kenny Rogers. But that's neither here nor there. Although I have a lot of thoughts about it. Here's the thing. He, he was beloved, not just for his his part in black Panther, obviously that's, that was a huge role for him, but he did all these amazing roles, but it, it, it got us thinking about nerd culture and the perception of nerd culture from people who are not in nerd culture. Yeah. Because we, you really saw this wave of people coming out about how much it affected them and how much it meant to them and to their children to see someone in a hero role that looks like them. Yeah. And the outpouring from the black community of love for this man. I was, 
I mean, I knew he was like a, a big figure, but I don't know if you saw the Jimmy Fallon video where he had. Oh, I did where he has the where he had yeah, him hiding and yeah. you just saw these reactions of. I was bawling. Oh, yeah. By the no, way, I loved Shalewa Sharp uh, yeah. being like comedian Shalewa Sharp. If you don't know her, check her out. She's got a yeah. podcast and an amazing yeah. one woman show. But like her, her being like <laughs> how everyone just said she looks like his mom. Yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was. It was amazing. It was beautiful. One one woman said, you know, it's it's Barack Obama and you. Yeah, for like, as role models for That's huge. Yeah, and I think it really speaks to the way we invest in these characters in whether it's comic books or for instance the the Harry Potter series that we're working yeah. on now and and I think it's easy for people who have never delved into any of these series or a specific series to not understand that, that these characters have, have depth and they mean so much to the they people mean, reading about them. They teach you morals or watching them. They, yeah. They teach you how to be a, an upstanding citizen in this world. Well, yeah. And it's like, I think from an out, outside perspective, people look at, you know, Harry Potter, they look at comic book characters. And if they're not invested in it, they go, oh, this is childish. Or there's a lot of people who think someone who, you know, people who like these things have uh, stunted intellectual growth. Straight up. I thought you were crazy and a huge loser for how much you loved Harry Potter. I am crazy and a huge loser, but Harry Potter has nothing to do with it. Yeah. Okay. I mean... Well, because there's just so much. Now you're reading now it. Now I'm reading it. I'm like, oh, I get it. I just, we received um, a sorting hat from one of our patrons. Shout out um, to shout patron out to Eric. Eric. Uh, and we have one here on our set. Uh, if, if For those you, of you who watch our clips over on YouTube, you can see highlights and et cetera, et cetera. We have one in our background that is set up like the Ravenclaw common room. Yeah, with so a we have sorting a sorting hat, hat for and some then reason. I just put up on the wall in our stairwell as like it's some sort of you know, interesting art. I, I nailed the hat to the wall. Cause I was like, this means so much to me that I want to be able to see this all the time. Yeah. And to me, it's art. What she did, it, it it's art to me. And I mean, she's a terrible person. What she wrote, what she's done is awful, but yeah, it just, Harry Potter, I think speaks to people's strengths it speaks to people's insecurities it well, makes you also, feel like you belong it's a world where everyone's accepted there's a place for you everywhere well and also i think right now especially being in the order of phoenix we're seeing these like governmental parallels over on our instagram we reshared a meme but of of a woman nikki haley speaking at the Republican National Convention mm -hmm. talking about, you know, basically accusing people of speaking out against things as liars, which is a thing we see Umbridge doing. Yeah. And it's like, you know, people who don't read it, they just go, oh, it's silly wizard things. And I think with that and comic books and probably Star Wars, if, if you're not into the series, if you haven't invested in the series, you view these people as you assume they're two dimensional. Yeah. Oh, this is just a, a good wizard and a bad wizard. Yeah. And it's like, we're seeing, and I think the deeper we go into this, we're going to see with these characters specifically, but, but you see it in other things like Batman, there is this like internal sort of conflict mm -hmm. of not even good versus evil, but the lack of perfection and how someone who has their own demons yeah. and has their own shit to overcome can still manage to become this, you know, light 
for the community or light. I think that's one of the reasons why Batman, I think Batman personally is the most beloved of all superheroes because he's a normal human. Yeah, and he does extraordinary shit. Yeah, he's, not, he's, he's just not, a normal he's not billionaire. A, just a just a normal man with lots of commas in his bank account. But yeah, I think that's that's it's so empowering for you know a young kid to see someone just like them and how great they can be. You know, Jessica Michelle was recounting the story of this little boy who uh it's, it's her it's, it's her it's i know not, I, not just a i just realized boy. it's my her, nephew, her Here's nephew. A, he my nephew is i'm gonna fuck this up because i i should have before the show looked up how to actually what the uh the disease is my my nephew when he was somewhere between two and three he basically he had a heart attack he has a disease uh the initials i think are clp it's a very rare condition um where it's it's genetic and uh, there's a valve in your heart that gets leaked into, and most people don't know they have it until they just drop dead. And people are like, Oh, here's what happened. A lot of people don't live, you know, past 20, but, um, he had to undergo, uh, open heart surgery and get a, like a, a pacemaker put into, into his heart, which is very traumatic for anyone, but especially like trying to explain that to a toddler. Yeah, How do you explain to a kid? You need this machine for your body. To and he run. was, you know, he very scared and doesn't know what's happening. And he's going to have to, you know, be hooked on this machine. He has to, you know, check on and keep an eye on because they can have malfunctions, et cetera. And so as a parallel, my, my brother, uh, introduced him to Iron Man, who, if you don't know, Tony Stark, he's a huge character in the Avengers and he has a heart condition and it, he's this superhero who, despite having a very fucked up heart, he manages to find a way to deal with it, but then also goes on to save the world. And it, my very young cousin getting to see someone who has the same struggle as him become this beloved figure Mm -hmm. has helped him. I mean, he's now of course obsessed with Iron Man, but it gives him hope for the future and seeing that in other communities and understanding how like you look at Harry Potter and it's someone who maybe like didn't have their parents or always felt like an outcast in their family and going, Mm -hmm. Oh, this character became the greatest, you know, or was known as this hugely great character and didn't yeah. even know it. You know yeah. what I mean? That, that you can be that, that your circumstances you your don't have to define yeah. you. You define are yeah. And I think, I think that's so important. I think that's why we all love these different series that we love. Um, we're going to wrap up and head into the well, series. By the way, I, th- I, th- I just want to note something really funny. Um, Iron Man, also a billionaire and Harry Potter, also a billionaire. We assume. He, he definitely has a lot of money. So as long as you have money, You'll you can fine. rise above your circumstances. No, but on, on a serious note, it's important. And if you're listening, come over to our Instagram, our Twitter, tweet at us or go on our Facebook page. We also have a Facebook group, the Fellowship of the Filthy Nerds. Who Who is a character that inspires you? We would love to know wh- who was the person in pop culture who made you, you know, feel okay with you, who you are or, or feel related to and understood. And also... If anybody wants to talk about how much they hate Umbridge, head over there too. Yeah, we're also there for that. And also, if anyone wants to put billions of dollars in our bank account, we will not fight you on it. No, nope, no, We can become a figure for someone else. Anyway, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. All right, you guys, we're back. Chapter 12, Professor... Umbridge, a.k.a. Cuntsville, USA. Contasaurus. Conti McCunterstein. Mademoiselle Cunt. That was a good one. Cunt. 
Kunt. Kunt. Have you heard that vagina monologue? No. Kunt. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. Kunt. I've reclaimed it. Anyways. Kunt's a great fucking word. I mean, it truly is. Look, we were all, anyone who's read the book and was gearing up for this part of it, we knew this was coming. Yeah. We knew this fucking bitch was going to show up eventually. And she was going to rear her cunty head. Her ugly toad-like face. Uh, by the way, nothing gives me more pleasure than reading JK's description of her. I mean, finally... A, de- a, a, a description hit. someone's worthy of. Yeah, a hit. yeah, I know. It's like, finally, someone we can all shit on together. Yeah, lo- like, I love hating her. Unlike Percy, where it's like, I'm over hating him. I wish he would just die out of the book. You just want him to die. I can't stand <laughs> she Percy. She said that. It when is so deep. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that, because he has a chapter coming up in this, but... Uh, yeah, no. Nicole is very over Percy. Well, when we okay, so when we left off, it was first night at Hogwarts. Seamus and Harry had just gotten into this fucking fight, and Harry's like, "Great, a guy I like is being thinks shitty. I'm a fucking who else is gonna think yeah. this?" So now it's next morning. Classes are starting. Seamus fucking skedaddles out very he quickly. Beats feet real quick. Um, Hermione sees a flyer in the the common area. Yeah. From Fred and George finding applicant to find applicants um, for something for a project. Like, who wants to make some money? Yeah. Apply at your own risk. And Hermione is ready to fucking lay the hammer down. Very hall pass. Yeah. Very like, I've got authority now. I'm going to use it. And of course, Ron's- and Ron is just sitting there with his little dick in his hand. Cause Ron's a bitch. Well, and it's like his brothers already make fun of him. What a weird predicament to be I in. Mean, of the like fact we all know Ron shouldn't be a prefect. I am. Yeah, no, I'm shocked that, the sidekick of the kid who gets in the most trouble. Yeah. Like pick somebody else. Anybody else. I mean, they had limited options. It was Dean, Seamus, and Neville. Neville probably would have accidentally set someone on fire, giving them a, a detention. Yeah, true. So I guess Dean. Dean seems fine. Relatively level. He's innocuous. But anyways, we go to breakfast, find out Angela Johnson is the new captain. That's right, Captain Angelina. Of the Gryffindor Quidditch team. Because as we know, Oliver Wood is gone screaming at some other team where he's gone on to play semi-professionally. They are looking for a new keeper because Oliver Wood was keeper. They're going to be having tryouts. They're going to be having tryouts. Ron seems a little interested. What? Ron play Quidditch where he won't just be a fanboy anymore and actually out on the field. I bet Ron is gonna suck. Will he? Won't he? That was me being doing a Jessica Michelle. I bet. I wonder if how I think... Even though I already know, but like, well, see, you, now you've said I already know, so you've ruined it. I mean, but it happens later in the the readings, anyhow. <laughs> fucking whatever. So uh, then Hermione sees the twins giving out their skeeving snack box. At skiving, recru- skiving, skeeving, skiving. Have you been saying skeeving? It's skiving. Listen, skeeving would have been good though. I'm not a road scholar here. I know. Okay. We all know. We everybody knows. So they're giving out their skeeving box. Skeeving boxes recruitment flyer. And then Hermione's like, y'all got to stop this. No. And they're like, Hermione, owls are coming up. You're going to want some. You're going to want to get out of those tests, which is ridiculous because it's Hermione. Hermione, please. There's nothing she loves. Hermione's going to just drop a big old clit when she walks into that exam and ace the shit out of it. And of course, no surprise, Fred and George have failed most of their OWLs. So they think they fucking suck. Why are they even in school still? I mean, what are we doing? What are these guys doing? Just wasting their poor family's money. Probably. Well, I don't know if it costs money. I don't think it does cost money. Yeah, it does. Hogwarts? Yeah, Hogwarts costs money. 
Hogwarts costs money. Yeah. Remember at the beginning, Harry had to be able to afford to go to school. No, books. He had to pay for books. Oh. It doesn't cost money to go there. All you have to do is pay for materials. If anything, they're staying in there because their family can't afford to feed them if they stay home. Oh, interessante. Nicole. Anyhow. Shame on you. Anyway, I don't know. They feel their future lies outside. What is it? Outside the world of academic academic achievement. achievement. Yeah. Their world is outside of achievement, period. Hey, they're working on a joke shop. Yeah, this yeah. is innovative. I guarantee the joke shop is going to suck dick. Laugh all you want. Whoever invented the whoopee cushion is a billionaire. Yeah, true, true, true. I think. What if they're not? God, is there a documentary on that person? There really should be. They're just what if You know what? It's probably just some guy in a lab who blew up his, his glove and was like, how funny would it be if I sat on this and it farted? And then it did. And he's like, I'm going to be rich. And then he was. I mean, and how then the company have... he worked for was like, uh-uh, you created that when you were on our watch. It's our patent. Oh my God. What? Yeah. Hell. Yeah. I wonder if whoopee cushions were such a big part of nineties pop culture. Cause he like paid them to like, I wonder if that was actually product placement and I yeah. don't know it that they're Maybe. like, I'll have Bart Simpson put a whoopee cushion on his teachers. Dude, I mean, whoopee cushions were a big fucking deal and always funny. I mean, cause farts are always funny. Always, always funny. Cho okay. comes along. Yeah. Chelsea's so. Harry and is like, hey, Harry. <laughs> and then Ron, the bitch, kind of so- cocks block him because he's like talking shit to her about her. She was wearing like tornado Quidditch team swag. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, there's an opposing Quidditch team of apparently the Chudley Cannons or whatever he's a fan of the yeah. tornadoes. And he's like, do you actually like them or are you just on the bandwagon? He's being a full sports bro. And it's like, hey, dipshit, read the room. Yeah. Uh, I can't stand like who gives a fuck and she was like yes i've liked it since i was four years old this was like my team it wasn't even like a conscious thought for her she was like yeah i'm wearing this i always wear this yeah she's she's on the ravenclaw quidditch team what do you think fucking sexist so then she just kind of like all right bye and then hermione's like ron you're a fucking cock block hermione gets idiot yeah she's like she was clearly trying to talk to harry thank god for hermione although it doesn't matter now it's ron already fucking ruined it then they go to potions. They have a double potions to start. Um, what a year. Obviously, Snape is a big old piece of duty. Of course, by the way, in every class, in the first day of every class, every teacher is like, owls are coming. O-W-L's. Brace yourself. Prepare. You have your O-W-L's. You must be prepared. So everyone's being a huge. So, of course, Snape is like really laying into them. He's like, most of you are going to fail it. You're all fucking idiot pieces of shit. Uh, um, Harry doesn't, there's like directions for a potion on the, on the board. Harry misses something. And then he, he, of course, he fucks up real bad, embarrasses Harry. Cause that's his favorite thing to do. Uh-huh. That it's like, is this his kink at this point? Like really? I mean, it, it should be. If this isn't his kink, like, if he doesn't go home every night and just tug one out, do you have the fact that he made Harry uncomfortable? Do you have thoughts about that? By the way, like why he's so uncomfortable. You know what I think? Yeah, what do you think? Like, what is, what do you think? My thought in this moment, what if, what if Snape was in love with Molly? Okay. And James got Molly. And Wait, he was, Molly's Mrs. Weasley. I mean, not Molly. Um, His mom. Why am I blanking on her name? Lily? Lily. Um, I think Snape had a crush on Lily. You think Snape had a crush on Lily? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think James got Lily. And I think when Snape sees Harry, he's like, oh, that should have been my kid. <laughs> Listen, I'm just. 
I'm just throwing out a new one today. Really? It's not like Harry just reminds him of James who bullied him. You had to come up with this no, whole. I want a new scenario today. I've got it. That's a new theory. Is fucking it's a chew new on theory. that, you fucking cunts. Let me know what you guys think. Comment below. Yeah. If you're. <laughs> uh, by the way, when she says comment below, it's a funny thing. But also you can literally comment below. If you join us on our Patreon, patreon.com slash two filthy nerds, you can be live in the chat. Um, unless you're going to chat spoilers and then I'll fucking come. Yeah, to the no, screen don't and please. No spoilers. It's so much more fun when I get to freak off, out as it were. Um, anyway, so Ron and Hermione are arguing. Harry's like, can you fucking guys stop arguing? They keep arguing. It's like a fucking old couple. Anywho. So Um, Harry, Harry takes off. Yeah. They go to divination, which is of course the worst. I mean, if fucking Trelawney's up her own ass. And Ron says to Harry, Hermione thinks it would be nice if you stopped taking your temper, on, taking out your temper on us, which I was like, OK, that's fair. That's fair. It's like he really is. There's so much misplaced anger, which happens all the time with people that it's like, are you really mad that your baseball team won? Or are you mad at your dad? You know, I think all of this, no question about it, is puberty. These are they're all going through puberty now. Oh, but it's I mean, was everybody so fucking moody? Yeah. Oh my God. I was a fucking nightmare. Really? I was a moody, volatile psychopath. Oh, it's so great that you got over that. Oh, I love you. Anyhow. So they're in divination. They're learning about dream interpretation. Oh, this is fun. Um, and Harry's like, yeah, I haven't had dreams. All I've had are nightmares about what went down in the graveyard. And I'm pretty sure I know what those mean. Yeah. It's like, yeah, no, I'm reliving the fucking real life nightmare experience. I and don't I need, don't need to go over this. Also, it doesn't matter. Cause no matter what he says, his dreams are, we all know Trelawney's going to go. be like, you're doomed to death, imminent death. Oh, Trelawney. Oh, what uh, a piece. Okay. And then we finally get to uh, defense against the dark arts, which is professor. Umbridge. Uh, ugh. Umbridge. M-M. 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 I wish you would um, fucking choke on that cough. So Professor Umbridge shits on every teacher they've ever had before. Just she's they're so far behind. She they're so far behind. She's gonna teach them how they're supposed to be taught. Theoretical. Put their wands away. They're never gonna be practicing real magic. They don't need to know how to do a counterspell. They can just learn about it. And it's like they have their fucking OWLs. They're supposed to just read about it theoretically and show up and put it into practice yeah. the day of. And she's like, yeah, if well, you read thoroughly, it should be no problem. Everyone in the class is like, what the fuck? Uh, who speaks out? It's like Hermione, uh, Harvey. Yeah, Parvati says something. Dean Thomas. Yeah. Everybody's like, yo, bitch, nah. Because no one can believe it. It's like, this is a school for magic. You can't be fucking serious. And then somehow, I can't remember how the whole Voldemort potential attack starts coming up. Well, because well, everyone's going like, well, what if someone, like, shouldn't we learn how to oh, use yeah, this? What, yeah, if, yeah, yeah. what if we need to defend ourselves? She's and like, she's what like, would you need it for? Well, if her going... <laughs> In my class, you think someone in my class is going to attack you? And they're like, no, in the rest of the world. And she's what? like, and who would that be? Huh? And, ev- and eventually, of course, Harry fucking snaps because uh, Voldemort, that's who. Voldemort's back. Everybody in the class shits when he says Voldemort. That's always my favorite thing. Oh, yeah. And Harry's just like, that's who. Like, what are you? And of course, Umbridge is like, you're lying. She calls him a liar. And then so- he fucking loses it. He's like, OK, so you're trying to tell me. That Cedric Diggory dropped dead on his own accord. That's 
that's what happened. He just died. That was it. And of course, everyone's on the edge of their seats because nobody has heard this story from Harry. Everyone heard Dumbledore at the end of term explain what happened, but they immediately left for summer. The Daily Prophet's been running this fucking PR campaign. Yeah. So everyone's like, oh shit, Harry's actually saying this. So they're either going, maybe this is the truth or they're going, it's just like the Daily Prophet said, he's fucking yeah, crazy. Yeah, he's fucking crazy. Umbridge is like, get out of my classroom. She she makes him take a parchment up to McGonagall. Yeah. But when McGonagall reads it, she's like, you yelled at her and you called her a liar. And he's like, yeah. yeah. Because she is. She's like, listen, you need to fucking tread lightly with her. She means business. This is not a person you want to fuck with. And then he has detention every day that week, five days that week. Yeah. And it's just like, what a shitty start to the school year. What a horrible first day. Yeah. It's like, this is his happy magic. I mean, no, no pun intended with magic, but like, this is his happy place. And it's been the fucking worst start. He got in a fight with Seamus. Now, Snape embarrassed him. He's fucking getting... He's he's not getting along with Ron and Hermione perfectly. They're, he's being snippy with them. And he's getting called a liar for such a traumatic thing that he knows is true, which is like, he's being gaslit by Yeah, yeah I was just going to say, what a fucking gaslighter. Gaslighter. Denier. Doing anything to get teachers fired. Gaslighter. <laughs> Guys, check out the new Chicks album. It's yeah, really it's great. great. Um, uh, and that's the end of that. Yeah, that's that's where the chapter ends. And we move into chapter chap- 13. Detention with Dolores. Dolores. Of, it's like, of course, she's a con. Her name, I've never met a nice woman named Dolores. And if you are a nice woman named, named Dolores, let us know. We want to know about you. I'm sure you're out there. Names don't cover everything. But Dolores just sounds like a bitch. Why am I remember the name Dolores Claiborne? I love... Uh, Eric in our chat said, no one tell Nicole that Snape and Umbridge start banging in Snape's dungeon. Oh, <laughs> oh. Can you imagine? Oh. He's giving her the old slippery Snape. He's going to slither in. Hello. Whoa, zing. Into her um, uh, Umbridge. Into her. He's going to ask to go Umber her bridge. Umber bridge is All right. Falling, so going detention down, with Dolores. Whatever. Harry's scene is all the news. Hot gossip. Hot gossip. Spilling the tea. More than usual. It is spread like wildfire. By the time he gets to lunch, it's like everyone's fucking, everyone's whispering about it. And Harry's pissed because everybody seems to be believing what they read in the Daily Prophet. So like at the end of last year, everyone's like, oh, Dumbledore said this. But now it's like, well, no, nobody believes him. And then after his fucking mental meltdown, who knows? Um, Hermione reminds him that, you know, everything happened so fast. At the end of the year, she's trying to reassure him. She's like, look. I think she does a good job of, I'll say this with Hermione is that she's honest about stuff. Like the the way she tries to comfort Harry is in a way of like, you need to accept that this is where we're at. If you want to move forward. Hermione's the friend who would, if you were like, Hermione, do I look fat in these jeans? She'd be like, yeah, you look fat in those jeans, but good news is you can lose weight. So you don't have to look fat in those jeans. Put on another pair of jeans. Hermione is just, she'll tell you how it is. And then she'll give you some good options. She's the lose weight or put on another pair of jeans or just accept that you're fat and stop asking me. It's just, it's annoying. Oh, stop fishing for compliments. Embrace who you are. Fatty. I say to myself every morning in the mirror. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What? Fatty tuna is what they used to call me on my softball team. Really? No, I wish it was much meaner. <sighs> okay. Uh, so Hermione catches George 
Fred and George testing snack boxes on first years. So she actually like sees them giving them and first years just fucking dropping like flies. This is my favorite thing that she did. She goes, no, I'm not going to give you detention. I'm going to write to your mother. And they're like, you wouldn't. <laughs> Which is so funny because they tried to go, well, what are you going to give us detention? It's like, oh, 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 oh detention. You're going to wish you had detention by the time I'm done with you. Oh, the fucking howlers they would get if Molly Weasley oh, knew. Oh, Mahler's Wheezies. Hermione, by the way, has been knitting hats for house elves and just hiding them under trash, like surprise freeing people that it's like, whoops, now you're homeless and out of a job. She's oh. not thinking it through in Her my opinion. Her kind of sucks. And she talks about how like, yeah, she's been doing it all summer, but now she's back and can do it with magic. So she's not even knitting. She's just like bippity boppity putting a spell on some yeah. knitting needles that just ding, ding, ding. what's crazy to me is that like the knitting needles can't even do a better job because it sounds yeah. like they make it sound like these she, hats are rinky dinky. Yeah, she's really bad at it. And I'm like, Hermione, you can figure out apparition at this point. I'm sure you can figure out a fucking scarf. Yeah, it's like, is your... Isn't your magic good enough that you could make the magical knitting good? Yeah. <laughs> Does it only knit to your abilities? Yeah. It's like, oh, well, she sucks. So this is all she's going to get. So anyways, at this point, we've entered our second day of classes. It's new classes. Everyone's still doing the bullshit about OWLs. Uh, they go to Care of Magical Creatures, which is not Hagrid. Hagrid. It's, it's Professor, Professor Grubbly Plank. By the way, could she have picked a longer name for a character? Oh, um, so every time, by the way, every time I hear Care of Magical Creatures, I all because I feel like they are. Is that the thing they're always going to have it with Slytherins? Yeah, they always and they always have Herbology with the Hufflepuffs. Yeah, and Ravenclaws are too good to be seen with them. I don't know. I don't think they have any classes with Ravenclaws. I feel like uh, Trelawney's class. Maybe there's a mix of people because that's like an yeah. extra. Yeah, that's I feel like that was a mix of class, people. But yeah, maybe. potions they have with Slytherins. But yeah, so, and, so oh, of yeah, course Draco's ugh. there being a fucking twat. And Harry tries to like low key talk to Grubbly Plank about like, hey, what's the deal with Hagrid? And of course, fucking cunty McCunster Malfoy is like, maybe he's messing with stuff that's too big for him. If you get my drift. And OK. He, that was like the same sort of thing where he was like, is this a hint at something like the word dogging was like dogging was a hint that he knew about serious black. Serious. And now he's and saying this something is like, about, Oh, is it like, is because I think my suspicion is, is that the special mission Hagrid went on was to go fucking get the uh, giants on, on the side of the order. Well, and it's like Malfoy's dad is obviously deeply tapped into for sure. The dark, I don't know. Is it, I don't call it the dark side. That seems like, but the, the dark side, that works. The dark yeah. side the dark wizarding world, the death eater side. So he would know what's going on there, but also he seems to be pretty well in with the ministry, which at this point I assume is him trying to double play. Yeah. Or how do you feel about that? By the way, do I you mean, I can't believe that like the governing body, like the ministry would be so dumb. You can't believe that a government, I mean, as an American citizen, magical. you can't believe I the believe governing that in body our, of a nation. I believe that in our world, yes. But I feel like the magic world, I mean, I guess they suck. I think it's important to point out, these are just regular people who happen to have the ability to do magic. They're not all geniuses on top Listen, of being wizards. I'm, my verdict is still out on... On what's going on with the ministry? Yeah, I can't figure that one out yet. But um, it's not good. It's not looking good. So they're headed back from class. They run into Luna Lovegood, who says she believes Harry, which is not... Uh, which is really nothing. I mean, she's wearing radish earrings. Yeah, um, she's a known... I mean, she reads the quibbler. Her dad writes the quibbler. They say all these things, you know, that are... 
Runa Rovka. Not necessarily. Uh, so at dinner, real. Angelina Johnson uh, find out. Find, well, Angelina Johnson found out that Harry has detention all week. Therefore, he's going to be missing the Quidditch tryouts on Friday. So she's pissed. She's fucking pissed. She's like, you need to get the fuck out of detention. I don't care how. You need to figure it out out of detention. Yeah, she's like. I want the whole team there. We need to all mesh with whoever our new fucking keeper is. This is a big deal. It seems like it's not like high school sports where granted once you're on the team, every year you try out and you're probably on the team, but like they don't do tryouts until a, a player leaves. Yeah. So it's like, oh, we finally have a hole and it's a pretty important yeah, position. It's a big fucking deal. A keeper is a very important position in this game. Well, not that important. It's like if you have a good seeker, do you really need that good of a keeper? Because it's fucking 150 points. But we all saw what happened at the World Cup last year. It helps. Yep. Anyway. Harry goes for his detention with Umbridge. As soon as he gets in there, he's like, hey, is there any chance I could maybe like not do detention Friday and like just do extra detention one of the other days? And she's like, mm-hmm. no, no, she's like, absolutely not. In fact, I think it's great that you're missing something. Maybe it'll teach you a lesson. So she then hands him this special quill and, and is like, sit down and you have to write, I must not tell lies. So that's his punishment. Writing lines. And he has to do it for as long as it takes for the message to sink, sink in. in. And he starts to write and nothing happens. There's, what do you mean? Nothing well, no, he starts to write. It wasn't a regular, it wasn't a regular quill. There oh yeah, because he's like, you didn't give me ink. And she's like, you won't need it. When he starts to write, Red ink appears on the paper. And he can feel the words being cut into the back of his hand. This is so fucking dark. I cannot believe it. Yeah, what were you thinking when you read this? Because I was like, what will she I was in shock, number one. How advanced these books get and how dark they get. Like, this is a... I can't imagine a young kid reading this. This is scary shit. Oh, yeah. No, it's like by the time like four ish four, but absolutely five, you hit five. And it's like, this is no longer a children's. No, this is like that's like torture. He's not serving detention. He's being tortured. Oh, yeah. And and by the way, every time he writes it, when he starts a new line, it disappears. And it like starts. Just I mean, keeps you can still going. see the red, keeps but going. like he keeps going. And he, the red that's coming on the paper is his actual blood. Yeah, that's what he realizes. Is that what the fuck? This is crazy. It goes on for hours. By the way, he has no idea, but he's very like, I'm not gonna flinch. I'm not gonna say anything. I'm not gonna give her the satisfaction of thinking that she's getting to me. Oh, uh, and like there is this part of me that's like, you know what? Good for you, Harry. And then there's this other part of me that's like, fucking go to Dumbledore. Yeah, that I'm like. Why can't we learn this already? This is literal fucking torture. What are you doing? But he's got this pride and this whole fucking, I'm not going to even let her think that it's getting to me. Pride will kill everyone. Yeah. Like, what are you just fucking. But I mean, let's be honest. Pride's not going to kill Harry Potter. Uh, Nothing's going to kill Harry Potter. I love the confidence you have about Harry Potter not dying. I can't wait till we read the last page of the last book and Harry Potter is still alive and I'm fucking right. You guys, you can be part of a live reading of the end of the last book and a lot of chapters of the other book by going to patreon.com slash two filthy nerds where you can can see flip the fuck out and see me be right. You can see Nicole's head explode in real time every time. She's wrong about something. 
Fuck you, bitch. Not saying she's going to be wrong about that, necessarily. I'm just saying it's fun to watch her lose her fucking mind. So he keeps going back to detentions. This keeps happening. Yeah. Well, first of all, like at the end of the first detention, she looks at his hand and there's nothing really there. It's red, but she's like, we'll keep working on that. I don't seem to have made much of an impression. And every night he keeps doing it. He does it all again. And he refuses to show pain and he refuses to tell. He doesn't tell Ron. He doesn't tell Hermione. Nothing. And he's exhausted from all of this. His homework's piling up. Same thing with Ron. Ron is super exhausted as well because Ron reveals to Harry that he wants to try out for the keeper. Yeah. So he's been like low key practicing alone, which I played keeper for a few years and then the goal started to get bigger. And I was like, maybe this isn't my position in soccer, but like, how on earth do you practice keeper by yourself? Yeah. Is be- what is he doing? Like, I, I want to know. I cannot wait to see this Is there a pitching machine for Quidditch where there's just a thing that shoots balls Maybe at you? Maybe he's practicing with the, and well, no, because the brothers don't know that he's going to do it yet. Um, oh, and at this point, because they're, they're both having this conversation about like, blah, being beat, and Ron notices the shit on Harry's it's hand. Because it's starting to make a bit of a mark on his hand. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's finally starting to indent. And Harry's like, listen, this is what's happening. And Ron is like, bro. Go to McGonagall. What are you doing? And Harry's like, I'm not going to let that woman get to me. You're fu- oh, you're so brave. But at this point, it's like, yeah, he watched someone die. You think he's worried about having a fucking thing yeah. written into so, his hands? Friday night, it's the it's the last night of his detention. Quidditch traps are going on. He finds a way to situate himself so he can see Quidditch outside the window. He and he can't, can't really see, see what's going on, but he can see like people popping up in the air. He blah, can go, blah, that blah, person whatever. sucks. This person isn't isn't bad. So he's kind of like watching on the sneaky DL as he's doing his, I'm not going to tell lies. I'm not going to tell lies. At the end of this, Umbridge grabs his hand to look at it again and touches it where it fully is now like written out as Mm -hmm. I will not tell it. Fully a scar. Like it hasn't erased. And when she grabs his hand, his scar singes. Scar singes, chills through the bods. And she goes, it hurts, doesn't it? And Harry's like, wait, is she talking about my hand or my scar? Which he's fucking freaked out. Yeah. And it's like, this is some weird shit. I got to he ta- he he, you know, tells the gang, obviously, when he gets back, he's like, she touched my hand. I, this happened. Of course, Hermione's like, you should you tell, tell Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Guys, as we know, the whole I mean, we wouldn't even have these books if everybody just told Dumbledore. I mean, truly, if like that's that's the answer to everything is like just fucking go to Dumbledore. As we've said before, Harry, someone is always trying to murder Harry and always go to Dumbledore. Yeah. Two things you just gotta know. But Harry's a fucking moody bitch and he's like, oh, that's all Dumbledore cares about, isn't it? That's all Dumbledore cares about my scar. That is why I think that this is him just being a puberty little bitch. I mean, maybe, but it's also his, you know... Dumbledore didn't acknowledge him at the trial. But like, what a little emo bitch thing to say. Dumbledore is busy. I know, but it's like... Not everybody can accommodate to you, Harry. He probably looks at Dumbledore sort of like a parental figure. And like, when your parental figure doesn't react to you needing comfort, mm-hmm. that fucks with you. Yeah, I agree. But, I agree. I mean, As a codependent, I would flip the fuck out. Yeah, so... He's like, he's being a bitch. And it's like, why aren't you just fucking telling him? Uh, And good news, you guys. Ron gets the job. Yeah. He's He's not even necessarily the best, according to Angelina. She tells Harry. "Ah, He kind of sucks. He's going to take a lot of work. But we think he has potential because he comes from a good stock. Yeah. His brothers are good beaters, which in my mind, there is no correlation between beating and 
keeping. If they beat you, they can't keep you. Who's with me? Uh, <laughs> but they can if you like that sort of thing. Um, dear God. All right. Well, on that horrific note, we're on our way to be canceled. We're going to take a quick break, rethink our moral compass, and we'll be right back. All right. Chapter 14. Percy and Padfoot. Bum, bum, bum. By the way, this chapter heading. What were you thinking? When you read Percy and Padfoot. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to fucking, I thought Percy and Padfoot might be having a fight. Oh, you thought and I was praying for Percy's death. So you just thought God daddy was going to swoop in. I thought God daddy was going to drop his thick old God daddy dick God just daddy right on the shit. forehead of Percy and just knock him the fuck out. This book should be called Harry Potter in the order of God daddy ain't doing shit in this book. That's He's just real- going to fucking oh. lay in his bed. I, watching soap operas, eating popcorn, drinking away his sorrows and screaming at his mother's portrait. I hope he's playing with his balls, too, because oh, God, what if is, he's not, I'll be there for you, God, daddy. Oh, they're depressed. I will balls. cradle those sad nuts. Those are those are like unkempt, unshowered. Hot I feel nuts. like I feel like there's a part like the taint. The another name for the taint could be an umbridge. <laughs> umbridge. Yeah, I tickled his umbridge. <laughs> it's a good. It's a. From this moment forward, we will only refer to a taint as an umbridge. Yeah, and as a special gift for your male lover, should you have one. That's what you, you want to spice things up. You give him a blowjob. You don't got to go all the way in the butt. Nope. Cosmopolitan tells you to go all the way in the butt. By the way, never tells you to ask. And if I can give one piece of advice, you should definitely ask. Trust me, I've I've lost a lamp and a tooth over being too bold to ask. But <clears throat> you just tickle the umbridge. The little little patch behind the balls. Maybe get a little, a little spit on the finger. But when a you little, do it, just uh, a little, uh, like a little, then, you know, like you're trying to turn a page. You know, just like a... You give it a little, uh, a little, little this. A little come hither. Come here. Do a little Morse code tap. Boop, boop, boop. boop. That's SOS. That's SOS. What's what's Morse code? You don't if know not what? SOS. What? Oh wait, S- you're doing SOS in Morse code. You don't? Did you just ask what? Morse I just code had a is? stroke. Wow, you've eaten too much ass, and now it's gone to your brain. Uh, there's been an outbreak among millennials of ass brain disease because too many of them have been eating asses. It's just the umbrages. I've uh, just been. I've just been in touch with too many umbrages. I'm sorry we found warts on your umbrage. We're going to have to freeze them off. (laughs) All right. Uh, Anywho. Okay, so chapter kicks off. Harry's heading to the Owlery because he wants to... Right to Sirius. He's got to tell him about the fucking scar burning. What the fuck is happening with... Senor Umbridge. And he writes a very special coded letter. So should anyone find it, it'll be okay. And in the letter, he's just like, hey... So far, things are going great. This one teacher, uh, Umbridge, uh, not the best. Uh, when I was in class with her. That thing happened. The thing that happened to me last summer happened again. Anywho, let me know your thoughts on it. Bye. Any word on our big friend? He's been missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where the fuck is Hagrid? Um, anywho, so. He heads to the Allery to send it off. He passes Mrs. Norris, who we know is Filch's weird cat that, like, tells on people. Mm-hmm. And the cat scurries off to go get filch probably yeah, which is very weird because he's not doing anything wrong but what can you then do on his way out of the owlery he runs into cho chang Ooh, cho chang and cho chang now let- they're alone so yes. he's not gonna get fucking how do i get cho alone what song is that heart 
Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm so sorry I did that to um, everyone. And ears. she's like, listen, I just want to tell you something real quick. I believe you. I think you're brave. <laughs> oh, yeah, let me get that on bridge. <laughs> no, but she does tell him, she's like, look, for what it's worth, <laughs> I believe you. We've lost Nicole. She's doubled over. <laughs> All right. So Filch breaks up the hot goodness. Gooch like, is back in the pants. What's going on here? I come to. I've come to get something from you because you're trying to order dung bombs. <laughs> I've. I have it on good word that someone in here is ordering dung bombs. What a fucking loser. Oh. What a sad life. Do you think Filch is ever fucked? No, oh. not at all. He jerks off and tickles his own umbrage. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, he probably has Ms. Norris do it with a little sandpaper oh, tongue. Oh, that's why he was so scared when she died. He's like, who's going to get my umbrage? He just that put, cat was my world. He's just covering it in tuna. Like, I'm, this is too gross. Why I feel I, like he teabags a cup of milk and he's like, come here, kitty. He just like holds his dick up and then hey, like drops his kitty, balls into kitty. a cup of milk. Yeah, who's a squib now? <laughs> No, expecto patronum. And then he comes on the cat. When he comes, he calls it squibbing. He's like, oh, let's squib. A little squ- squib squirt. Squib squirt. A little squibby squib. Uh, oh, so he accuses Harriet, which is he's so like, fucking the- random, by the way. Like, what is he talking about? Of course, in my mind, I'm like, ooh, Umbridge. Umbridge knew he was going to write this letter. Oh, really? And was like, Filch, I heard on, go- you know, that someone's going to have a, a stink bomb. You should probably get whoever's sending a letter tomorrow morning. That's interesting. So this is why you think the dung bomb thing came in, is umbrage. Yeah. Okay. Like I've always said, there are no mistakes with old JK. If she puts a detail in there. Yeah, there's several mistakes with it's JK. It's for a fucking but reason. in the book, they all, everything's In the, in the book, let's, let's just, we can all agree that throughout this whole book, JK was perfect. Now she's dog trash. Yes, we do. Also... Cho comes to his defense. Cho is like, he did not, he's not ordering dung bombs. I'm here. I saw it. And he already sent the letter. Cause, cause Filch was like, cause Harry was like, Filch, I already sent the letter. And he's like, no, you didn't. And she's like, yeah, I saw him send the letter. I watched him do it. So it's like, eat shit and die, Filch. So this whole thing ends with like, Harry just feeling like, oh my God, not only does she believe him, he didn't make an ass out of himself. Cause last time he saw her, wasn't he like, well, Ron fucking yelled yeah, yeah, at her. The Ron, time over that, he's covered in fucking Yeah, and he's covered Neville's in that stinky, stinky juice. Um, but I feel like this was one of those moments where it's like, okay, she sees me. Like, she really sees me. She sticks up for me. Uh, she's on my team. This is like a non-adversarial relationship he has with someone in Hogwarts. Well, which is good to know because it's, it's a weird situation because she was dating Cedric. So yeah. if anyone was going to be highly suspicious. Or fucking pissed. You'd think it would be her, but it's like, I feel like her being okay with him is really all he needs. Like yeah. that is the one person it, well, I think it needed really to be okay with only Cho Chang, but I think that's such a big one for him because of what happened to Cedric. Yeah. I, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Um, cause okay, it's like, so- he doesn't want someone thinking because he had a thing for her. She knew that like, it could be like, oh, I killed him to get to get you on my own or something. I mean, that thing. would be so fucking psychotic that it's like, <laughs> finally. What? Also, can you, the audacity, if she thought that to like, what a narcissist to be uh, like, obviously he killed Cedric to get to me. Yeah. Uh, she get will, over your Cho Chang. She's like everyone I've ever met in a way. Okay. So later that morning, Hermione gets her copy of the Daily Prophet. But she's only reading to keep up with, you know, all the fucking 
rumors and lies. And she's reading and shits her pantalones. Because it says Sirius has been spotted in London. Which, for the record, they've been speculating Sirius this entire time. But she's like, fucking him coming as the dog. I know it. Like, they think that Mm -hmm. Malfoy, Lucius is behind this. Yep. And then there's also a story about Sturgis Podmore, which if you remember... Is an Order of the Phoenix guy who was missing when they were all setting off to take the kids to... King's Cross. King's to, Cross. To platform nine and three quarters. And Moody was fucking pissed. He's and like, where the fuck is Sturgis Padmore? He, he was supposed to be here. Blah, blah, blah. We need more people here. And then this, there's this article about how he was arrested for trespassing um, at the Ministry of Magic. And he was given six months in, in Azkaban, Azkaban, which is like crazy. Which is all very... What's weird is that like, you know, instinctively, I think we go, he must have been on some sort of covert mission. Yeah. Or did they make it all up? Because Matt, Matt I Moody expected him to be there. Mm-hmm. So had they, had he been on something, you'd think they'd know. But then it's like, is the ministry just like picking off Order of the Phoenix members? Yeah. Because they, Cause because they don't want trouble, because are they on the dark side or are they just being a shitty, like, bad Do they government? know about the Order of the Phoenix kind of thing? Like, do they know anything? Like, I don't know what they know. Yeah, nobody really does. So it's like... It's just all very weird and speculative. Like, what was he doing there? Was he even really there? What the fuck is happening? Yeah. So it's the first Quidditch practice. Ron eats shit. He's so bad. Just crap. Just a big old fucking stinker in the bed. Slytherin team. Obviously, they come to nothing else to do. It's like, do you guys not have a life like that? You're just. But I guess that's part of it. It's like, let's get in their heads. Let's and and maybe it's like they wanted to. I mean, Malfoy's on the team. Maybe they're like, let's see what we're fucking working. I feel like, like it's a case of they don't have fucking anything better to do. They're no. pieces of shit. And then, of they're course, losers. Ron shits the bed in front of all of them. No bueno. Ron also accidentally gives Katie a nosebleed. And then uh, the Weasley twins give her, try to give her the antidote from one of their snack oh, yeah, they're boxes like, Take for a this bloody nose. Stop. And she fucking starts bleeding like crazy. And they give, they her, give the her the wrong one. one. Which, why they didn't go, oh shit, here's the other one. Take this. Probably because she's going to be like, I'm not taking another one of these things. Yeah. But she's like bleeding Gushing. out. They're like, you need to go to the infirmary. Yeah. She has to like fucking pomfrey it up. Oh, Madame okay. Pomfrey. We haven't seen a Madame Pomfrey once in this book. I have faith that she'll come back again. I she love her so much. She's a great character. character that we need on various occasions. All right. Okay, so, so after all of that, Harry, Ron and Hermione, I mean, Ron and Harry are like, we got to get this fucking homework, homework done. shit. Because they're way behind. Harry's been in detention. Ron's been fucking practicing keeper alone somehow, which I still don't get. They're up in the Gryffindor common room writing and they get interrupted by an owl, which is Percy's owl. Hermes. Hermes. Or Hermes, as it's actually pronounced. Hermes. As the French say. If you want fucking got a big old French stick up your butt. I mean, it's Percy's owl. He probably calls it Hermes. 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 Because Percy's a fucking cunt. Miserable. the letter, it's a long one. Oh, yeah. And first of all, he's like, let me bestow my deepest congratulations. He's sort of like, I never thought it possible. I was very worried you would turn out like, you're like Fred and twins. George. But it, I'm, I'm honored, so honored that you yeah. followed in my footsteps, which like, go fuck yourself. Your older two brothers were also prefects, you dumb fuck. Yeah. Oh, I can't stand him. And, he, and then he starts talking about he wants he wants Harry to succeed. Ron but to if succeed. He's gonna, he wants Ron to succeed. But if Ron's going to succeed, he has to do two things. One, disown their family. Like, like Percy step did. away from them. Because Percy did that, and he's like, really glad I distanced myself from them. And also, stop hanging out with Harry Potter. He's bad fucking news. Yeah, and he's like, 
he's he's the worst. He's trouble, and he is like, you'll see something about it tomorrow in the Daily Prophet. Oh yeah, throughout the whole letter, he's like, <clears throat> tomorrow in the Daily Prophet, you'll see. And uh, because he's, I'm sure it's just like I'm going to get mentioned, and yeah. he tells him to report any strange behavior to anyone. Umbridge. He's basically what he's doing is like, oh, Ron's a prefect. Perfect, because the reason that they fucking hired Percy to keep be so close to the minister is because the minister wanted to use him to spy on his family who's close to fucking Harry. That's yeah. what I think. So that, now he's I agree. Like, I totally agree. T- you know, tell her anything, and he thinks he's going to have this fucking secret set of eyes. Yeah. Like, he thinks Ron's going to fucking just, He just turned people. Ron into a spy. And also, he's like, oh, Umbridge, a truly delightful woman. The fuck? <laughs> By the way, Percy and Umbridge... I hope they both end up in a watery grave. So water. What does Just, a watery grave mean? I don't never like heard a that. watery grave where you get your feet put in cement and then they drop you in the ocean. That's what the mafia used to do to people. Oh, I thought you just meant like you buried just die in the and water. it's kind of wet. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 like, no. Watery grave. Yes, who cares? As long as they're meaning, dead. Meaning you get, you get, uh, drowned. Wow. You get buried in the water a lot. The old fucking moaning myrtle, so um, to speak, even though that's not really what happened. But um, I love a good watery grave. It just is a testament to Percy's judgment of character. Oh, and another thing Percy kept saying is like, uh, listen, Dumbledore is a fucking quack. His time there is limited. Things are about to make a big change. Things are change. about to make a big change. You'll see tomorrow in the Daily Prophet. Keep an eye out for the Keep Daily. Keep a peeper open for the it's Daily like, Prophet. What is? What are you a salesperson for the Daily Prophet? We get it, Ron. You're gonna be in the Daily Prophet. You fucking get. Ron throws the letter from Percy in the fire. He's like, "Fuck this guy. Fuck that." And they see Sirius's head pop in the fire, and they're like, "A defa- a de what? What? Luckily, it's just them." Mm-hmm. And he's like, I've been popping in and out, waiting for you guys to come in here. I might have scared a, f- a few first years earlier. I think I just thought it was a weird placed ember. Like, he th- yeah. he's like, I've been sneaky. Don't well. worry. So here's what he tells them. He's like, don't worry about your scar. It's probably nothing. This was happening before. It's just more of the same thing. He's like, Umbridge likely isn't with Voldemort. Yeah. So she's not she's- dark. She's not evil. She's just a fucking bigoted bitch. Who hates half-breeds, i.e. Lupin, who's a werewolf. Because she actually had, like, helped pass anti-werewolf legislation. That would, like, ruin Lupin's life. And yeah. that's one of the reasons Lupin can't... has been such a disheveled, yeah. unemployed piece of shit. Because, like, she basically made it illegal for yeah. him to work. And the reason that she's there and, and why the ministry's so fucking up their ass about what's going on at Hogwarts is that Fudge thinks Dumbledore is trying to make his students into a private army. Private army to take over... The Ministry of Magic. And so he instructed Umbridge to not arm them with combat spells. Yeah. Okay, let's pause here because there's other things that he gets to. But what do you feel about that? I don't, I think, I think Fudge is completely paranoid. Yeah. You think he's just I like. I think he's either paranoid or he's just trying to hide that as a reason because he is on the side of the dark side. Oh, so you think either one, he's just crazy. I fucking... think he's crazy delusional or like, or he is. Um, he's making up the story because he's actually already in bed with Voldemort. he's already in bed with Voldemort yeah if you had to pick one which do you think is more likely in bed with Voldemort it's a more interesting decision hmm interesting just indeed. him purely going crazy or he's under the influence of Voldemort somehow like it he like might not be outside, yeah, or... yeah yeah like something like that mm, interesting um, uh-uh. oh nobody knows where Hagrid is he should have been back by now but he's not worried about it. Oh, by the way, I love that he refers to Sirius in letters as Snuffles. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what they he yeah. said to refer I to I know, him but I, I just love it. It's just such a great name. 
Um, and then he was like, maybe I can meet you at your next Hogsmeade weekend. But Hermione and Harry are both like, no, because it's too fucking dangerous. Yeah. He's like enough already. Okay. And there's this, this daily profit article that had just come out being like, he's in London. He's, he's like, Oh, spotted. they always make up, you know, yeah, shit he's about the one who's like, where they see me making things up. And they're like, no, we think that don't come. Don't take a chance. Don't do it. It's like, sorry, stay the fucking side. It's like, Serious, we know you don't want to be inside. We get it. Yeah, it's like your Republican mother quarantine. In in quarantine, my Republican mother is what I meant. Uh Just fucking, you don't need to drive to a casino. Just stay inside for fuck's sake. We love you. Just stay inside where it's safe. And then Sirius Black is like, he's all "Ah, butthurt. You're not as much like James as I thought you were. Yeah, he's like, the risk would have made it funner for him. Funner? More fun? Fun, Funner? For more fun. Okay. Well, anyways, that's chapter 14, and we head into the final chapter of this episode. Chapitre 15, The Le Hogwarts High Inquisitor. Inquisitor. I have no idea what this is, by the way. I'm like, a da what? When you read that, you I were like, like, what is this? I have this no idea mean? what this is. Because, like, usually, you know, I love to I love to dissect the chapter heading. Like, where is this going to go? What's going to happen? Did you have any thoughts when you first read it? Were you None like, oh, all. maybe that's... I had no idea at all where this was going to go. And then when the chapter kicks off with um, Hermione getting the Daily Prophet, I'm like, oh, maybe it's something that's going to be revealed in the Daily Prophet. And it was. There was a headline. Ministry seeks educational reform. Dolores Umbridge appointed first ever high inquisitor. I'm like, this bitch worked her way into the system and then created her own fucking position. Honestly, entrepreneurial. I'll give her that. I want her dead. She is a great feminist. I think that we don't talk about enough that feminism is about equality. Women are as capable of achieving. And most importantly, equality means that there are women who are just as good at being terrible pieces of shit mm-hmm. as men so and she proves she that. is a perfect example of it then uh, it basically says she's such a good teacher that the ministry wants her to assess all the other hogwarts mm-hmm, teachers mm-hmm. and the article of course quotes percy so now what he know we know why he was so like don't forget to read the article and of course and it also con- quotes a quote concerned parent lucius, lucius malfoy. malfoy lucius 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 i, I always pronounce it lucius but in the movies, they say Lucius, so I've okay. just changed it. Lush. But Lucius, in my mind, is uh-huh. how it's pronounced. Um, um, he, oh, there's, of course, a quote from him, like, oh, he's concerned with the Dumbledore is no longer up to the task of running Hogwarts. Hogwarts. Uh-huh. And I think a shining, like a, a silver light yeah, or they whatever. Say, they I, say that a couple people from the ministry had resigned in, over Umbridge's appointment yeah, to this so position. Yeah, so they resigned in protest, and they're like, we believe and we think this is fucking ridiculous, yeah. which is like... The ministry should be separate from the school. There's The ministry should not be involved in the school. This yeah. is ridiculous. Um, and then we learn the owl grading system in the next class, which was interesting. Um, oh, because... Uh, they all got an assignment, like their previous assignment in potions, of mm-hmm. course, from Snape was... They get their grades back. They And they get a grade like they would if this was owls, which I think, I don't think that's a bad teaching tactic. Um, of course, fucking Harry's like trying to hide his score because it's probably got, not good. He got P for poor. No, he d- doesn't even say what he got. He Ron got P. got P for poor. I don't remember. Anywho. Um, okay, wait. So, so here uh, are the potions so or the owl grading system. O is outstanding. E means exceeds expectations. A means acceptable. P, poor. D, dreadful. Dreadful. But anyways. Okay, so one the, of the things that's established is that Professor Umbridge is going to be going around to, she's going to sit in on every class to assess the teachers. Yeah. 
What and a fucking they hell. They come into Trelawney's class and she's in there. Okay, yeah. So they go to divination. And she's just skulking around the room, making people uncomfortable. And and Trelawney is like notably nervous. She's like just trying to maintain her airy, like everyone, blah, blah, but like you uh-huh. can tell she's not off. being herself. And tr- and Umbridge straight up is like, make a prediction for me. Make a prediction for me. And Trelawney first tries to go like, hey, you can't just see it on right command. Because yeah. she's like, so you're the first seer in your family since your very celebrated seer great-great-grandma or something. She's like, yeah. it skips three generations. Yeah, that was one of the best lines. After Trelawney's like, well, you can't just make stuff up, of course. And then she starts scribbling on her board. And, and then she's, she's like, like, wait, 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 something's coming to me. I'm having a, I'm having a vision. Wait. And of course, true to Trelawney form, she's like, you're in grave danger. <laughs> like, as much as I can't stand Trelawney, but not in like a Percy kind of way. Like, I can't stand her in like a, you're full of shit, you're bitch. You're a fraud, yeah. Uh, this moment I was like, I was a little bummed. I felt, I felt for her. Well, because it's like, she's been there for fucking 15 years. And then, uh, yeah, and then she was like, Umbridge was like, so you got this position because of Dumbledore, right? He hired you, right? right? Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. like, oh, scribble, scribble, scribble. Well, it's just like, also, this is an if you're you're sitting here lying about predictions every fucking day, Trelawney. This is an opportunity to like do the fucking swindly psychic thing and tell her something exciting is coming. You know what I mean? Yeah. Every psychic that's like, oh my god, by the end of this year, you're gonna find love. Yeah. I, oh, it's oh this oh, is yeah, gonna yeah, be yeah, good. Yeah. By the like, end of this year, you are gonna finish a class. Like she like, could have made up how the school is going to be in so much better condition by the end of this term because, and Umbridge will be awarded the order of Merlin, but instead she goes, you're in grave danger. She's such a loon. What if, she, I mean, she probably is in grave danger. As I say, what, what are your this thoughts on that? This is the first time she gets her super right. I mean, she had that one where she like blacked out with yeah. Harry and was like the dark Lord's most loyal servant. So, they go to the next class, which is actually Umbridge's class herself. And they, she's like, all right, read chapter two. But Hermione is just like, um, I'm done with the book. I already read chapter two. And she's like, read chapter three. She's like, I read the, I whole, read book. the whole book. Yeah. And then fucking Umbridge tries. She tries, tries Hermione. to stump Hermione. She tries to come for her like, oh, really? Well, if you've read all that, then you should know about defensive jinxes. And she asks her a question. But guess what? Hermione got it right because she's. She's not a liar. She's the fucking prefect. Hermione's the greatest student who ever lived. Yeah. And then she's like, and Hermione then she criticizes then, yeah. the book. Hermione goes off on the book, which you you don't do with Umbridge. Because she's like, no, 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 no. You, your job is not to have an opinion on this shit. It's just to shut up and read. And shut Umbridge, up and read. And that's it. And Umbridge goes off about how like all, all of the th- teachers were trash except for Quirrell. Quirrell, which of course Harry fucking points out he was great except for the whole having Voldemort sticking out of the back of his head. This is just an ongoing but, thing where, like, it's just her going, he was great, and it's... Harry, shut the fuck up. Harry can't shut the fuck up, and it's, like, very... It feels... I mean... This is so suspect to me, by the way, because I'm just like, oh, you think Quirrell, the one who was in bed with Dumbledore, you Literally? Think, like, you think... In head with Dumbledore? In head with Dumbledore. I mean, He's giving fuck, him you head. made me do it. You made me call Voldemort Dumbledore, and now I'm pissed. <laughs> God damn it, Nicole. I love you. You're so dumb. Um, but I, I think that was the one of all the dark arts teachers that was, like, actually bad. Like, actually in bed... He was given, he was given Dumbledore some head. I mean, he was like the for sure bad one. I mean, yeah. Lockhart wasn't 
A great Gurkha guy, wasn't, but, he but he wasn't Dumbledore. He wasn't, he wasn't tied up with, uh, God Voldemort. damn it, yeah. Nicole! Stop calling Voldemort Dumbledore! He wasn't Voldemort bad. Uh, Anywho. But, uh, yeah, so Harry snaps. He gets Harry gets another week of, detention, week of detention, by the way. McGonagall's pissed at him for losing his temper with she's Umbridge. She's like, again? Because she's like, you gotta fucking stop. And then Umbridge shows up to assess McGonagall's class. Ooh, yes! I love this. McGonagall's teaching... I love, I love when the kids earlier were like, oh man, I can't wait until she goes to McGonagall's class. Oh yes, class. Ron's she's like, I fucking can't wait. wait. It's gonna be so good. And so, she shows up. Yeah, McGonagall's there teaching and then, M M M M And McGonagall, okay, by the way, McGonagall walks in like a G, doesn't even acknowledge that yeah. she's there, just immediately starts, starts doing teaching. Class. And that's when she's doing that. <laughs> she ignores <laughs> the hem hem at first and then does it another time. And she's like, what? She's like, what do you want? And she's like, well, I just didn't wanted to see you, sure you, yeah, the memo you get that. the memo about how I'm going to observe your class. And she's like, yeah, obviously. Uh, Otherwise I would have been like, why are you here? Yeah. And then she keeps interrupting her. And McGonagall's like, I wonder how you expect to gain an idea of my usual teaching methods if you continue to interrupt me. I do not generally permit people to talk when I am talking. I live for her. She's just like, go, like, fuck you, bitch. Go get fucked. She's like, seriously, get fucked. You'll probably be a far more tolerable I think she's just like, oh, what are you going to replace me? The fucking G, the the greatest transfiguration teacher that ever was? I've been teaching for 30 fucking years. And of course, Umbridge is like, oh, so uh, Dumbledore hired you, correct? I will haunt your ass. I live for McGonagall. Lit. Eh. Ev. And then they go to Care Magical Creatures. Umbridge is there too, which at this point it's like, why is she fucking, is she not examining any of these teachers except with the fifth years? Like, fuck you. Watch them in a first year class. I just can't handle this character. She is giving me anxiety. She is making me very upset. I need her to die. If she doesn't die in this book, I'm going to be fucking pissed. Well, we'll find out. All right. I like Luna Lovegood. She's been a nice introduction. She had another nice cameo in, in this chunk of chapters. Uh, she believes Harry. We like Luna Lovegood. I but love the introduction Luna of this new character, Umbridge, the taint, she the taint monster. I can't. I she makes me mad. And the fact that she's coming for Harry and then just tried coming for fucking McGonagall. You don't fuck with McGonagall. You like, wh- what are you fucking doing? You fucking get nah, bitch. All right. Care magical creatures. She shows up again and keeps fucking asking about Hagrid. And then uh, Draco Malfoy's like, no, Hagrid. And he's like trying to talk shit on Hagrid to too. Yeah, he's like, one of one of his things fucking attacked me. And everyone's like, that's because you fucking suck. That's because yeah, you were you a suck. dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so Harry has his detention again. He goes, and now the hand's bleeding really badly. Yeah. Uh, and Harry won't tell anyone what's going on. For some fucking reason. Hermione's angry that they don't have a real defense against the Dark Arts. By the way, I love that that's what Hermione's like most mad about. Like she knows everything that's going on. She knows like Harry's getting his hand carved into and she's like, I can't stand Ubridge. And everyone's like, yeah, she's a bitch. She's like, no, I'm not getting proper schooling. Well, she is the one person who takes it so seriously that she's like, this is when we start preparing for the real world. Like this is information we could use. We need someone to teach us defense against the Dark Arts. And then she throws out a fucking crazy idea. Crazy bad. Like, I've kind of got an idea because I think we need someone who can teach us defense against the dark arts. Why don't Harry, why don't you teach us? Okay. I'm like, what are you on crack? What is, (laughs) no, what is Harry going to do? 
I mean, he's survived Voldemort twice. Yeah, but he doesn't like know what to do. I know. He but doesn't like, know all the spells. This this is just such a wishy-washy, like weird idea. And like, you know what? I, I'm curious to see where it goes, but I, I gotta be honest, it sounds it. fucking dumb. Because Ron kind of agrees and he's like, you guys, I'm not good at dark arts. I've gotten fucking lucky. But the reality is that like, Maybe being prepared to like just have to think on your feet and know that you're not going to have all the answers, but be as best prepared as you can mm-hmm. is is the best thing you can do. Listen, you guys. Oh, Harry. You- that's that's the end of the episode. Make sure you uh, hit subscribe on your iTunes podcast app or wherever you're listening. Please leave us a rating and a review. We would please, love that. Please, please. Head over and follow us on Instagram and we've got a Facebook page and we're on Twitter at Two Filthy Nerds. We're putting up extra content for you. And also... Uh, join our Patreon to be part of our live studio audience for this, for our filthy fairy tales, um, which please. we hope you enjoyed when we dropped it last Friday. Yeah, please join our Patreon. Jessica Michelle's going to be getting some dental work tomorrow. It's going to cost her a fortune. You don't want me to look like Argus Filch, and if I can't afford dental work and filler, I've got one year left before I turn into a an old hag. And I'm going to be going home to Michigan. I Buddy has a. A, a thing growing on his ear is it a tumor i don't know i'm gonna have to pay for this i'm gonna get my mom to pay for it because this is her grandchild but it's gonna cost listen something. we would love to have your support and we'd love to share bonus content with you and have more personal conversations about all of this and get in depth and have you have the chance to choose what our next adventure will be after the harry potter series choose your own adventure Via us. Via so anyways, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. choose our group adventure. Absolutely. All right. On that note, good night. And don't forget to wash your umbrage. Oh, never, ever neglect the umbrage. Bye. This has been a Two Filthy Nerds production. <laughs>